Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. I want to talk about a very important issue that could affect the outcome of the election, and that's the life issue, the abortion issue. And in the presidential primary debate, they had the one that did not have Donald Trump, you know, in Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Um, one of the issues that was front and center was abortion. Number and I didn't watch the debate, but I'm just betting that the way they phrased the question is, do you stand by a woman's right to choose? Nah, that wasn't. Oh, actually, this was Fox. Maybe they phrased yeah, well, it a little better. I wouldn't better. put it that way. I, I say I'm, a little, I, I'm concerned. Now, I've been involved with various aspects of the life issue, compassion, pregnancy care centers, pro-life politics, right to life, all that stuff. I guess for over 40 years now, since I was in college, you know, at Santa Barbara. So I think I know the pro-life community pretty good. What I'm going to express is my view on this. And there's people that are awesome people that might disagree with me, but I'm going to give my viewpoint on this. People that are very strongly pro-life, but I'm going to give my viewpoint on this now anyway, because I think that we sometimes have to be shrewd and have to be smart about how we do in things. In the way we deliver it, but not in compromising the message itself. Right. So- Here's the thing is right now there's a big push. This was uh, Senator Lindsey Graham put forth legislation called Protecting Pain-Capable Unborn Children from Late-Term Abortion. So this would be at the national level put into an effect a 15-week ban on abortion. So remember, it's got the word ban on it. The fact is, though, that at 15 weeks, 94% of all abortions are performed at 15 weeks or before, 94%. So I have to ask myself is, at the national level, what is the value of this? We're basically locking into place 94% of the abortions. Yes, there are some abortions, the 6% that take place past that point, which I do think that we should be working on, but it took us 50 years 50 years from 1973 till, you know, Donald Trump. We just recently got the Roe v. Wade overturned. overturned. So, and now we have it at the state level. So for the first time, we can actually really get some real things done at the state level. Now, to be frank, we've had some setbacks at the state level because some of the stuff we thought would be easy to pass, I believe, for example, uh, in Ohio, it's looking Yeah, they tried to change their constitution. It's not not looking good. And there's some things there, but we need to fight at the state level. Right now, going into 2024, To say that this is an important election, I don't think we can overstate just how important this election is. And I believe that Donald Trump is poised to win this election. But let's be honest, by removing Roe v. Wade and removing abortion rights from the protection that was offered by Roe v. Wade, we changed the dynamics politically on abortion. In the past, a woman could say, yeah, I kind of like the idea of lower taxes. Yeah, I kind of like business regulations reduced a bit. Yeah, I think the environmentalism is just a bit too extreme. And my abortion rights are protected. So yeah, I'll vote Republican. There are going to be some percentage of women and men who have that kind of mindset. Okay, so now that it's now open and the states can decide it, it does change the dynamics. So you're saying we have enough of a victory for now. Well, why base the whole election on this when there's so many other issues. I'm not saying to give up on it. What I'm saying is we have the opportunity to start to build support at the state levels and to win at the state level. Well, and if we don't get the Democrats out of office, and it's not going to matter, they're going to have abortions on steroids. Well, okay, and that's right. But here's the thing that it just scares me is if we're talking about the ability to determine the life issue at the national level with a 15-week ban, 
aren't we basically implicitly saying, hey, at the national level, you can pass pro-abortion legislation. By the way, once again, the 15-week ban, remember, 94% of all abortions. So I'm looking at this, and then what we do is we elevate that issue when we have all these other issues, the destruction of our legal system, the voting fraud, the fraud and voting and ballots. And now we are now giving the Democrats an issue. The Republicans want to ban. The fact that it's 94% of the abortions are being permitted won't be part of the dialogue. So I'm very concerned about it as putting this up front as an issue. And I believe it should be a national issue. Ultimately, it should be. But what it should be a national issue is that when we look throughout the nation and we've done our work and we have enough support from all the states and all the state legislatures to pass a constitutional initiative that protects the right to life. That's the way to do it, I believe. I think just national legislation is not going to be a way to do it. So you're saying let's do what we can when we can. Let, and let's and, look at the tyranny of the moment right now. Let's and Yes, and to continue to work at the state levels continue to try to change heart and minds here and pass the legislation to protect life. For example, Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, signed a bill six weeks protecting. Now that does protect a lot of unborn now. It's still being held up in the courts. And then there's another piece of legislation passed that was 15 weeks, and even that's being held up in the courts. So regardless how reasonable it is, is for example, in California here, why not put something on the ballot that says, let's get people to start thinking about these unborn babies as being human beings by late-term abortion, things that we can actually win. And in the states that we can win six weeks, we do that in the states we can win there. But the national piece of legislation basically says, hey, if you get the Democrats control again in the House and the Senate and the president, go ahead, because we are now saying that you can pass and destroy the state's rights. Remember, this would be federal legislation overriding state legislation. Even if it has an exception in it that says, well, you have a more strict term, we'll allow you to keep it. The opposite could happen. Well, I certainly agree that we should be more prudent, just so long as we don't go as far as Sean Hannity, who recently, I think, made a disgraceful comment. We need to go back to the saying of Bill Clinton to make abortion safe, rare, and legal. Uh, I did not think I'd live to see the day no. when she. And then it was the old, oh, although personally, personally, I'm against abortion. That's no different than what the Democratic platform has been. Of course. And I don't agree with that. But fight it at the state level. Let's We're not, not compromising the issue. We're just saying, let's do what we can when let's we can. Let's do what we can do. We took 50 years to get it back to the states. And a lot of people don't understand that that's what the overturning of Roe v. Wade did. It just pushed it back to the states. It did not make so, it against the so law in the entire country. We're not country. certain what the Supreme Court would do with it. But if the Supreme says all of a sudden abortion could be cited by legislation at the national level. Now, I'd like to think that we're going to have a, a Republican House and a Republican Senate and a Republican but president. But if we lose the election, the Democrats could stack that court and then abortion will be the law well, of the well, land well, well, endorsed by well, the, a new Supreme Court. Well, that's... Bob, that's exactly, the exactly that was one of my other points I had down here. So let's say we managed to energize enough Democrats to not win the presidency in 2024. To Alito, we lose Alito and we lose Thomas. Both of them are elderly. We lose them. And all said, it's a 5 4 pro-abortion majority. Well, and we don't court. even have to lose them if the Democrats get in there and stack the court because the Constitution well, but, doesn't tell us but, how many okay, justices exactly. we have to have. But even without that, we have two guys in their late 70s now, uh, heading toward late 70s. What, are they going to be around through the end of 2028? Let's say we get a, a Democrat back. And by the way, I don't think it'll be Biden, but regardless, whoever get back in there in 2024, we get a Democrat in there. There's a good chance. It doesn't matter who it would be. It would be a nightmare. What the it Democratic Party what, stands for right, right now, it would be a nightmare. So then we, then we lose. Then what, once again, we lose the Supreme Court. They're not going to spend a millisecond deciding to overturn the past ruling. And they'll come, probably come back with an even more harsh ruling than Roe v. Wade. 
on what the Constitution supposedly says. So I'm worried about it. I think that we need to focus on the state level. And I think this idea that it's a litmus test for a Republican candidate to be considered pro-life, that they do or do not support this ban that locks in 94% of abortions, that's not a litmus test for me. The six-week, 90-plus percent of the abortions take place after six weeks. I mean, it's very high. So that's actually something doing something. But the 15 weeks, I don't think we ought to have a litmus test where Donald Trump right now is saying he's thinking about it. Vivek Ramaswamy said absolutely not. He said it's a state-level issue. And I agree with him with the caveat that it's a state-level issue until we can win at the national level for sure. And if we can win for sure, that means a constitutional amendment. That's the only way to do it. In my opinion, it needs to be a constitutional amendment. Because you can't count on it. If you, you can't keep having to go back and if, forth. If the Supreme Court keeps reinterpreting what's in the Constitution, yeah. then that's not why I do it. You need this constitutional to say it's here. Of course, it could be a constitutional amendment, and they could go and reinterpret that well, amendment too. So. It's, it's harder. We can only do what we can do. Yeah, so that's exactly. all I got to say about that for me. Okay. Right I'm just okay. going to say is that I'm concerned. I do understand people, great people, smart people, people that have been fighting this issue for a long time might disagree with what I'm saying. But I really believe right now we're hanging by our nails, we have to win this 2024 election and giving the Democrats an issue to galvanize around. It won't be about 94% of the abortions are still allowed. It's going to be, it's a ban. The Republicans want a ban. 15 weeks now, six weeks later at a national. Of course. And they'll only talk about women that have been raped and abortions over those issues. So from my perspective of your actions producing results that protect life, if you're doing actions that end up not protecting life, well... There's an old saying about intent. The road to some places is filled with good intentions. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. So I'm just I saying, believe. we just yes. really think about that. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com/slash Bob.